Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Sea Dogs podcast, all things Scarborough Athletic FC, hosted by me, Paddy Billington, and brought to you by This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast. Coming up on episode 10, well, it's uh, Chester FC versus Scarborough Athletic this weekend, and we're chatting to Albert Davis. He is the communications manager and the football administrator at Chester FC. Now, they're having a great season, and worryingly for Scarborough, they've been on a, a good run of form recently. But very similar to Scarborough Athletic, a club with a great name in non-league football. As we know, they've played higher up the pyramid, like ourselves. They've also had to start all over again. They are a 100% fan-owned club now. Like Scarborough, they put a lot of emphasis on improving the match day experience, so they've done lots there this season. Uh, we'll get an insight into what Scarborough fans can expect from the ground this weekend, so that should be a very interesting chat. We'll, we'll talk to Albert very soon. Also, Ant Taylor's on, the This Is The Coast Extra commentator extraordinaire. Uh, what we're going to do is chew over the final nine league matches for Borough. It's the business end of the season, so we're going to talk the running. Where are Scarborough going to get those points from as they try and maintain that playoff position? That should be very interesting. And we're celebrating the very, very, very successful fundraising campaign that the Valley Bar Sea Dogs have been on the last couple of weeks. Well, over halfway there already to their £10,000 target to raise money for a fan zone. All coming up on episode 10. As always, a quick plug for the uh, Scarborough Athletic official podcast. Their latest episode, episode 5, is out now from wherever you get your podcasts from. A very, very interesting in-depth chat with one of Scarborough's most popular players in recent years, Kieran Wellergy. So do check that out from wherever you get your podcast from. And thank you for all the downloads for the Sea Dogs podcast. Well over 6,000 downloads now, which is just incredible. Thank you very much. So let's start this episode finding out more about this weekend's opponents, Chester FC. Delighted to say joining me is the communications manager and the football administrator and host of the Seals podcast. It's Albert Davis from Chester FC. Great to have you on the Sea Dogs podcast. Definitely something fishy going on here. How's things going at Chester at the moment? Looking pretty good in the table. It's been a, a really progressive season for us. I think it's the, the buzzword around here. Um, we finished 16th last year, um, had a change of managers in November. Steve Watson took over for the second half of the season. And in the end, it was decided he wouldn't take the club into this season. Um, so there's a lot of transition in the summer. Um, Callum McIntyre came in as manager. He'd had a great year at Runcorn Linux, two divisions below, taking them to the playoff final. Um, obviously, been around the, the club for, for many years, doing fantastic things with our academy. Um, and at 29, as he is now, you know, it's um, he's a, a youthful appointment, but he's, he's, he's shown his experience through the game rather than his age, his experience in terms of matches. Um, it, it, his recruitment was spot on. And I think the club or the team rather have sort of, they've really kicked on in these last few, albeit for a setback in midweek, kicked on in the last um, couple of months. I mean, this is the time of the season when... Um, it- putting a good run together is is everything isn't it it's all about momentum isn't it if you if you're trying to chase promotion or chase a playoff position i think that's it yeah for, for both sides this weekend i think that's the that's the key almost it, it, it's about getting into that into them playoff spots but that 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 word's so important momentum going in, into them and and timing your run correctly and i think the statistics will always back it up no matter what level it is the team that's in form will go into the playoffs and and tend to be the ones that get promoted it's um it's certainly a lot more interesting. I really like the National League playoff setup, and and it would be nice if the final was a neutral yeah. venue. But obviously, it just gives sixth and sixth and seventh just that 
incentivizes those positions and, and makes for a really interesting end to the season. Yeah, that, that's right, because you've got the, the one team that gets automatic promotion, and then you've got six teams, haven't you, that, that are in the playoffs. So it gives, uh, it gives lots of teams plenty to play for um, in, in the run-in. Frustratingly for Scarborough, we, we've had a couple of uh, poor results recently, but as we keep reminding ourselves as Scarborough fans, who'd have thought when we got promoted last season that we would spend all the season in the playoffs from the chairman all the way down everyone just wanted us to avoid relegation so it has been a great season and we've got to remember that we still have every chance but it is funny isn't it how a couple of bad results can just leave you feeling a bit a bit jittery a bit on edge yeah I think so I think it, it's that sort of time of year though where I think it, it, there's still plenty of time to, to turn it around I think th- the games will come thick and fast um, I mean for us it's sort of this game sort of rounds off a I think we've played eight games maybe in the last month or so we've played we've had a midweek for four consecutive weeks or Tuesdays um, so next Tuesday's off or this Tuesday coming rather is our first one off so it's been a it's been a really busy period um, I think from our perspective definitely felt that on Tuesday night I think in the game here against Peterborough Sports I think a few injuries and a few players that have played every single game and you could just see a little bit of that, that creeping in because it's been so demanding um, for us at the minute but no I, look there's, there's still lots of time there's that that Easter weekend where it just it sort of just flies by and then suddenly I think there's three games left for, for both teams so it's uh, it's it's coming around very very quickly yes uh, of course you you did the business over us at the Flamingoland Stadium did, did you go along to the game yourself and uh, what were your thoughts of the of, of the setup there yeah I, I was there I think um, we could um, we as a club last season and, and over the past few seasons we've had a really really poor away record um, so this year one of the things the new manager Callum wanted to take in was sort of an extra he wanted to look at how we do away games that that came with things like pre-matches before the games giving the lads opportunity to, to get themselves set closer close to matches and obviously losing just once on the road since the start of the season's uh, proving the pudding has shown that it's worked I think a lot of the focus was around at the time Scarborough obviously just made it one year on beating at home a fantastic home record and you could see why Scarborough got results where um, or at home rather um, I think for us it was a real statement I think that was a, a big moment in our season in terms of that I think we'd, we'd had a good start but I think that was the first for us sort of the first marker we laid down where we sort of went you know we're in business here That, that it felt like a really big result for us and look for, for Scarborough as well I think that's a that is a compliment because I think, as you say, they've come up last season and, and have and have had a fantastic year. No matter what happens between now and the end of April, it's been a fantastic season. Um, for us, it, it felt like a really big result at the time. And looking back, it's, it still feels that way. Mm. And the two clubs have some similarities as well, uh, both being uh, much higher up uh, the football pyramid. Um, and of course, you know, Scarborough FC, uh, the old club uh, went bust in 2007. That was devastating. The new club was actually exiled in Bridlington, which is 18 miles down the coast. So for many years, all the home games were a sort of a 40 mile round trip for fans. So for the club to, you know, finally get back to Scarborough and to be getting the crowds that they are as well um, and and doing so well is is massive, isn't it? And I know it's been a bit of a bumpy ride as well for, for Chester, hasn't it? Yeah, that, the similarities are there with the clubs, obviously both both being 100% fan-owned. Every I think every fan-owned club wants to, you know, aside from themselves, wants to see every fan-owned club do well because ultimately it's it's the product and the business that you believe in. Um, so it is, it is fantastic to see and it's been fantastic to see this year. I think when the the original game took place in November, um, I know that a lot of people mentioned that that they were going and they talked about you know the 
the the games of years gone by in the past between the two clubs because as you say the the two clubs with with pedigree higher up um, and both clubs that have reformed as fan-owned clubs and are in this position now so um, it was a fantastic fixture I, I think we took a fantastic away following hopefully the same again on Saturday a, a big crowd here that's that's what you want to see for these games, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, every game feels a bit like a cup final, doesn't it, now, at, at this time of the season? And, and our manager, John O'Greening, says that's exactly how, how he likes it. You know, a lot of pressure on, but you'd rather be you'd rather be doing that, wouldn't you, than, than just sort of uh, bobbing around, you know, mid-table with, with nothing to play for. And, you know, for, for, there will be plenty of Scarborough fans travelling over. It's one of those grounds that I think, you know, fans like to go to. And you, know, you get some really good crowds there too. So I would expect, you know, two or three hundred Scarborough fans I'm sure at least um, you just never quite know who's going who's gonna to go over there but we have some fantastic away attendances this season so so that should be great for those Borough fans travelling over what can they expect then if it is their first visit in terms of the actual ground itself or in terms of the football <laughs> well uh, the ground the ground the experience the match day experience yeah um, so speaking speaking as, a, as an employee here obviously I've been particularly really proud of what we've done off, off the field talk about the progression on the field this year but off the field as well has been been um, miles better in terms of that match day experience and um, we've got quite a lot going on actually before the game it's our so our principal partners um mbna um sponsor started to sponsor the club when they reformed obviously based in chester and um, credit card giants and they were still into sponsoring sponsorship with them now into our 14th year so this day for us is our mbna day where they sort of their, their employees get free tickets. Um, the the colleagues' kids are mascots, and um, we've got their representatives upstairs in hospitality with us. And um, so that's that's really exciting for us and shows um, what a fantastic backer they've been to us. Um, but also we've got um, things like um, we've improved on the match day experience. So the the Blues Bar, which is situated on the main stand, away home and away fans both welcome. Um, we've got um, a DJ set from one of our supporters in there. Um, we've got um, plenty of food and drink options. Doe and Go, um, who do these loaded fries that I think I've seen on the Footy Scrum's Twitter about 45 times now this season, which is really exciting. Um, so we've got things like that. Um, inflatable darts for the kids, foot darts. Um, so there's all sorts going on um, this weekend in and around the ground, really. So um, really looking forward to it. As I say, hopefully a great away following, a good home following, as good home support as well. You know, get a big crowd in here. That's um, it, and hopefully on the pitch, you know, that the game's something to match as well. Great. And finally, does it kill you how well Wrexham are doing? Um, not really. Um, I think the the pressure's on them this year, isn't it? I think yeah. with what they've spent, they they have to, they simply have to get promoted this year. And you've got to give Notts County a lot of credit um, for sort of keeping the pace with them and, and the resource that Wrexham have had. What I will say is, for, for me, since their takeover, the one thing I've been really proud of is sort of is is we are what we are. We'll we'll never be them. And you know, they've, they've, all these famous people that endorse their football club, fantastic, great for them. Um, we're and I'm sure from from a Scarborough persuasion, this will this will ring true as well. We're really proud that we're 100% fan owned. The supporters have a say. Every penny that goes in is spent back out to, to make things better for the supporters of the club, for, for us to succeed. And um, no, really proud of what we're doing at the minute. Um, we're having a, a fantastic season and um, hopefully a cracking game on Saturday. Obviously, I know I'd rather win, um, but it'll be. Um, hopefully, we'll get a good game here. It's two clubs that have been run very well at the moment, doing things the right way. And uh, so, you know, best of luck for the rest of the season after tomorrow, of course. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you. My thanks to Albert from Chester FC and safe travels to all Scarborough Athletic fans 
this weekend who are travelling over to Chester. It should be a cracking atmosphere and a brilliant game. So, still to come, we're speaking to Ant Taylor, the This Is The Coast Extra commentator. What we're going to do is we're going to look at Scarborough's next nine league fixtures, the final nine league games of the season. We're going to chew over those fixtures in some detail and, and just try and work out where the points might be coming from. So that's to come. We're talking the running very shortly. First, though, some Scarborough Athletic news. What an incredible week or so it's been for the Valley Bar Sea Dogs with their fundraising for the fan zone. So... In just 24 hours, uh, they got up to 57% of their £10,000 target, which was just incredible. So a very successful race night at Scarborough's Northcliffe Golf Club. That raised £1,724.65p. A bucket collection at Saturday's match raised £593.84. Amazing. And they've also had some uh, individuals uh, who've been very generous with their donating. They've got a local giving page as well. And there's a link to that on the Scarborough Athletic website. And talking of uh, fundraising, uh, this week Scarborough Athletic are delighted to have received a donation of £5,000 from local organisation SALT, that is Scarborough and Locals Together. That donation will go towards their Football in the Community initiative, bringing football coaching to local youth groups. Again, incredible donation there, £5,000. And if you do want to visit SALT, the charity shop is on Fallsgrave Road in Scarborough. This is the Right now, though, it's the business end of the season. We're talking the run-in. Nine league games left for Scarborough Athletic. That's a possible 27 points to play for. Art Borough going to hold on to that playoff position. Here to chew over the upcoming fixtures is This Is The Coast Extras commentator extraordinaire Ant Taylor, Statman Ant, as we sometimes like to call him. Uh, Ant, you'll be doing commentary on This Is The Coast Extra this weekend with North East Security Shutters. Is Chester FC a ground you've been to before? I, I have been to Chester. Um, I remember it being on a... I want to say it was on a bank holiday weekend and I've just been having a look at the fixtures. It, I always, in my head, it was a nil-nil game. But it looks like it was the 2nd of May. Um, I can't remember what year it was now, but we drew one all. And and I remember it, yeah. So I remember it being a hot day, going there. And um, yeah, so I have been to the Diva Stadium. So when we look ahead at Scarborough's nine fixtures, we're going to chew through those and uh, talk about where we think the points are coming from. So let's start with Chester on Saturday. You look at the uh, the last five games, the form table, and um, well, they've had a, a loss and a, and a draw in the last two. They've won they've won a few games on the bounce before that, and they have shot mm. up to third in the league, and they're looking good for it, aren't they? Yeah, um, I've actually just literally before you called me, I've been looking at their uh, their manager after the game at Peterborough. Uh, and they've had about eight games in around about 28 days or something. So, and they've got quite a bit of an injury list. So, some of the players who, who we lost to in November, uh, like K- um, Carlton and um, Hall, who scored one of the goals, are actually look- looking to be injured. And I think um, they've got another defender, um, Harrison Burke. I think he he come off at half time uh, on that game. So, um, just before the penalty. So. They, they they have got you know their own injury problems and it looks like it's quite a long list but um, yeah like you said they're still pulling you know these um, amazing results in this short space of time um, it's just this um, they look like a bit um, fatigued on the um, Peter Sport game the other night yeah okay so what are your thoughts I mean what have you got a score prediction I I. Uh, well, the manager there, he's saying he wants to get another seven points um, to make sure they get in the playoff. He says, if we get three points on Saturday, even if we get one point, that means, you know, that's less points to get. But um, 
I, I think we may get a draw. I think it'll be an entertaining draw because the two entertaining teams have got some really good players, Chester, as well as ourselves. Obviously, we'll be missing Kieran Glynn, who I think we missed on the Gloucester game because suspension, but we still have some entertaining players and I think it should be a good game of football. All right, well, that's Chester. And then next up, um, after that, it is Southport at home, the first of just four home matches at the Flamingoland Stadium for Scarborough in the league this season. So that's the 25th of March, Southport at home, three o'clock kickoff. So they're, they're 16th in the league at the moment, uh, won 12, drawn nine, lost 14. A goal difference of minus two on 45 points. They've lost, they've, lost, they've, well, they, they've won and drawn their last two, but uh, they lost a few before that. Um, so, yeah, thoughts on, on that? They're, they're a club well, you probably would have expected to to be a bit higher up. Yeah, they they look to be you know they they always seem to be there and thereabouts and that. But um, as, as I'm just having a look at some of their results now, they've um, yeah drawn three all with um, Peterborough Sports, um, and it looks like um, they played Boston away, and I think they might have lost. Yeah, they lost that game. Oh, no, no, sorry, it was anywhere I'm looking at there. Sorry, that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> there we go. So far. There we go. Yeah. What? What? Well, they drew one all with um, with, with Boston. They've got similar badges. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it would be. Um, yeah. They, in all all the games now. It, it's it's Jono wants to get in the playoffs. See where we get to. So all the games are going to be hard. They're going to be all that added pressure and that the fans, especially with the last four games, they they're, they're going to be this um, kind of you know even though we we shouldn't be expecting it. But now, because we're there, we might as well get there and enjoy it and just see where we come at. But all all the games that we've got remaining, they they do look, uh, you know, they're all they're all going to be hard games. They're all going to be like little cup finals as well. So yeah, South Park, South Park. Um, that's not until later on. <laughs> uh, but Southport um, will be a tough, um, will be another tough match as well. All right, and then after that, it is an away trip to Kettering Town, and it can be. Can be tricky, can't it? When you're coming up a team against a team at this time of the season who are fighting against the drop, so that could be that could be a, a tough one. Yeah, Kettering Town again, another another tough another tough game. They're um, yeah, like I said, they've got a couple of losses. Um, they haven't won in the last six games. I think they've got three draws and three losses, but they've had draws with Darlington and um, it looks like uh, even Kings Lynn. Uh, not so long ago so they, yeah again it's one of them where they're, they're fighting to try and get every point they can to get a, you know a far away from like you said the drop zone but the the the, the third worst we're in regards to form in the division at the moment with the last six matches Curzon Ashton at home Friday 7th of April that one makes me nervous <laughs> we played them didn't we three times in the space of about a week we, yeah. we were all sick of the sight of each other but um a good. T- I mean, they were a good team against Scarborough. They were a good team against Scarborough. Mid table, fifteenth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, down mid table. Um, they've had a, a couple of wins. Uh, they beat Peterborough. They've beaten Hereford. Uh, they have lost uh, Leamington as well in there, and Kettering and Alpherton. Uh, but they have beaten um, Brackley as well. So we, we know what they are. The, the manager at Curzon Ashton. He used to be former manager at Farsley, and he had them. You know, going. I think when he was manager there, um, I, I think we never we never beat Farsley. So at the moment, we haven't beaten Curzon Ashton while he's been manager, apart from um, a draw. I think it's the nearest we've got. So and yet again, it's going to be one of them, another you know tough teams. You know, we're looking at people around us, but I've you know I think we could get another credible draw in there. I think it should be a score draw. 
But um, yeah, another uh, it could be another entertaining game at the Flamingo Land Stadium. Yeah, I'm not sure we're sounding too positive at this at this point, but you know, I'm trying to. Yeah, <laughs> and then we're away at Chorley, and that is Monday, the 10th of April. That's the Bank Holiday Monday. Always, always a spicy fixture. The Bank Holiday Monday one away at Chorley, and now that is a that is a big game. We don't know obviously where Scarborough and Chorley will be at that point, but you you never know. It could be a very a very important match, couldn't it? At the moment, uh, they've played a game more than us. They're only two points behind us, but they're in the playoffs. Yeah, they've, um, like, again, I'm looking at their um, last six. Um, they've had defeats with Boston and Spennymore. They've beaten Hereford. They've drawn with Kettering, with Buxton, and they've beaten Kidderminster. Uh, uh, another a really good side, um, Charlie, you know, in the past, they're, they're, they've done very well um, in the seasons. They've had a really good FA Cup run not so long ago. Couple of seasons ago, I know there's been a change of manager where he's um, gone to Buxton, um, but you know they're there. Uh, my mate Billy uh, Whitehouse plays for them as well, so um, they're they're a good team. You know, anything can really happen, but I think we could get that one. I'm just looking at Spennymore and Boston, uh, you know, upsetting them and that. So, um, or I think we beat them at home, didn't we? So three two, it was, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, on so a Tuesday think, night, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we were three 0 up, weren't we? And then I think they pulled two back. If I remember right, that doesn't sound like us. Wrong. That doesn't sound like us at all. That it, it, it does sound like us. I know, I know. It was an ir- irony in my voice. Right. Um, Sorry, I didn't get that. No, one that's then. all right. That's, that's all right. Uh, books in the home after that. That's Saturday, the fifteenth of April. Well, for a lot of the season, it they, they remind me a bit of us last season. You know, where where we were struggling. And then suddenly, second half of the season comes along, start putting a run together, and they have been they have been doing much better, haven't they? Uh, you know, obviously we beat them one nil. That was a Tuesday night. I remember that game. That was a good game. But um, but yeah, they're, they're they're on the up, which it's it's all about momentum, isn't it? This time of the season. Yeah, and they're looking good away as well. I'm just looking at their away form. The third in the away form um, tables, um, Chester and Fylde just above them. So they've um, in the last six games away, they've won two, drawn four. They've uh, Got 10 points. They haven't scored many goals, though. Oh, no, sorry. I'm looking at... Yeah, no, they've scored eight goals, but you have conceded round about five goals as well. So, um, you know, the, the it, it, and I, I'm just having a look to see if there's been any um, clean sheets. They had a draw with Kettering um, away. Leamington, they uh, won uh, one nil. But all the others, um, they've they've conceded goals. And they were way back. The Leamington win was um, a, a while ago. So, um, yeah, so... They look like they can still concede goals. Buxton and Scarborough, we've got a lot of history. I do believe every time we go down to theirs, we we don't have a, a good time. But um, you know, I, I've been, I think I've been twice, and I've seen um, ten goals being scored in the two games, five each um, at Buxton. So um, they are a tough team and they're a bit of a bogey team as well. But um, we'll just see what we're like on the day. Hopefully, we'll have, um, we'll definitely be have Glinny back then. So um, and then um, McGuckin. When I was talking to Kingsland, he could be um, he could be back by then as well. So yeah, that would be brilliant. That'd be really good, wouldn't it? And then final three games of the season, a uh, couple of a uh, couple of long away trips. We've got on a Tuesday night, Peterborough Sports away. What are your thoughts on that then? Because again, sort of mid-table team, you know, they've they've scored and conceded very similar amount of goals. So it, I suppose it depends which team turns up, doesn't it? You know, again, a team that if they put a run together, they could be knocking the door of the playoffs. Equally, they will they will be looking behind him as well. Um, so, just one of those mid-table teams, really. I mean, ideally, we'd we'd love to go there, and they they not have anything to play for. 
that'd be good. Um, obviously, um, they've beaten Chester the other night. Um, I was looking at the highlights. It looked like it was one of the, you know, for a Chester fan, it, it, it must have been a really frustrating night. It was a, I've got to be honest, I had a look at the, because uh, it was a penalty, the only goal in there just before half time, which normally can kill a game as well. It looked like a bit of a dubious um, handball or a very, uh, very slight. Handball, if that, um, but a referee giving a penalty. They've scored right in front of the Chester fans. They just look to be one of them awful teams. The goalie at Peterborough is the uh, lad who's caused us so much upset when he's been at Hyde in, in Pete Crook. So, um, you know, he, he's probably going to be up for um, that match as well if he if he's fit and playing. But, yeah, they're a, they're a very well-organised team. They're, um, they know what they're doing and um, they like to cause an upset like we've seen uh, with Chester midweek. And then, last two games of the season, uh, it's a trip to Telford away, which, you know, on, on paper looks like a, a very winnable game. They've actually lost 21 of their 38 matches uh, at the time of recording this. <laughs> Interestingly, though, they've only conceded one more goal than Scarborough, uh, with 58 um, conceded, uh, but they have only scored 27 and, I mean, by then, they may well be uh, relegated. Um, and you'd like to think, if we are needing to get a win, that would be a good place to, to get it. It's an away trip, but they've only won four all season. Yeah, it's a, another long away trip for um, Scarborough and, um, you know, the, the Scarborough fans. But they've been they've been great this season. I can see if um, that's the um, last away trip, there should be a big um, in attendance for um, the Scarborough fans um, cheering on Jono and the boys. Uh, just been have a look at their form at home in the last six. Yeah, they've. Uh, I think they've only won one, and that was a, a four nil win at Bradford recently. But like I said, they've uh, lost three nil with uh, Fylde, uh, but they have drawn with Leamington, Farsley, and um, Southport as well. So um, still could be a tricky game, but I, I think three points um, definitely for Scarborough there. Twenty second of April, it might even be sort of t-shirt weather by then. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? A nice Saturday away from home. With uh, short sleeves, you know, and shorts. Not that it makes yeah. a difference to me, but that'd be nice, wouldn't it? I know, I'll, I'll be there with Chester with my big anorak on again. So. <laughs> it's, felt like a, yeah. it's felt like a really cold season, hasn't it? I know the, it's, we've not had that much in the way of snow, but there's been a lot of cold cold matches this, this year. Yeah, th- th- there has been. Um, Gloucester was a bit chilly as well. I've always liked to try and um, wrap up as warm as I can and wear many layers, but... I, don't, I, I were thinking it must have been my age creeping up on me, you know, the cold setting in, but it has has been a bit of a cold season this season. Still haven't been cold uh, than the uh, Colwyn Bay a few seasons ago when it was snowy, and that, that's still the coldest fixture that I've ever been to in doing this, but uh, we, we've been close. I think you were very cold at Boston, weren't you? Was it, was it Boston where you were absolutely frozen, or was it, was it somewhere else? I can't remember listening to you, and you were just, could just hear, hear you shivering. Yeah, it could have been Boston. It could have been Kings Lynn, I think. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever a game, I've, I've, I've long forgot about it because uh, we've probably got a win or something or a draw or really bad defeat if it was uh, the Kings Lynn game. <laughs> nice to finish the season with a home game. Banbury United. Uh, you can only imagine on Saturday the 29th of April how many fans might be there watching Scarborough Athletic, especially if we are in the playoffs maybe in a good position in the playoffs maybe we might need the win to get in the playoffs who knows but it's it's hopefully going to be stuff going on at the top end of the table uh, but Banbury United at home um, what are your thoughts on that because they are in 17th at the moment they've won 12 drawn 8 lost 14 it's that thing isn't it you know if they had a few more wins you know some of the, a couple of them draws gone turn into wins they'd be 
they'd be higher at the league you know there's a lot of teams with very similar points so it, it, it's hard, hard to say oh they're 17th they're, they're not doing very well although actually looking at their recent form they, they're not doing very well No I'll just um, have a look at their away form at the moment they're uh, doing a, a little bit better than we are away but um, they, you know they've had wins at Hereford and Kidderminster but the, the, again we've got the che- defeats with Chester a heavy defeat there 4-2 um, AFC fouled beaten 5-0 um, as as well, so um, you know they are beatable, and, I, and I, out of all the games that we've played this season, I think that's one of them where I felt a bit gutted that we didn't we didn't really do anything more because um, I think we've got a nice lead. Uh, I think um, they come back with two really quick goals, and um, and I think it just killed it from us as well. So um, I really would like to, even though it's last game of the season and all that, and, and you know, if we need points to get in playoffs or whatever, but um, I don't want to sound like Kevin Keegan, but I, I really do want to beat Banbury. <laughs> oh, Banbury. <laughs> it's it is funny, isn't it? Looking at the the, re, the recent form, you look at Darlington in sixth place, mm. um, lost, drawn, 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 lost, and then you look at Leamington in nineteenth, drawn, one, mm. one, drawn, drawn. You know, unbeaten. It's a funny time of the year, isn't it? Um, and it, it, momentum is going to be key, really. And at the moment, we've not got it. But if we can just start getting some draws and some wins, then it, it could be it could be a good a good end to the season we just need to get some results now don't we it is important um, it is going to be tough at Chester isn't it it's going to be a big big game that I know they're going to have a lot of fans there that will be tough that will be a tough one it it, it will be Chester for, from what I've seen even back in the old days when the two clubs were Chester City and Scarborough FC and all that uh, they're always tough games as well I think they're all pretty close uh, during the, you know back in them days and that so you know, it'll be uh, great to come back with three points, but John, John don't know what, what he's going to do with that. Obviously, he probably needs to get a bit more life. I did think we looked a bit lacklustre against uh, Gloucester, um, but they, they come out with some sucker punches. They, they could have been, um, there's been a lot of chatter about um, Jake Charles's goal. Was it offside? Um, in the end, you could have changed things if it was given. Um, obviously, by the end of it, when the third goal came in, you, you, we, 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 I think we just give up in in the end there. But the Gloucester fans, when they they were they were they were noisy. And I think when we're away, our away fans do um, create that bit of noise and lift that bit of something special for the um, players, like they did it against Files, a game where we weren't expecting anything from it, and we come um, winners away from it. So anything can happen on the day. Um, like I said, Chester are going through a, a position at the moment where they're um, they're, they're just pa- patching up a team at the moment. So you know they've already had the defeat midweek. We've had a, a bit of a rest. So maybe you know if we're we're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, we could we could get the win. But uh, you know, a good credible draw would be great as well away from home. You'll be doing commentary on this is the Coast Extra, of course. So we'll look forward yep. to that on Saturday afternoon. Um, safe travels uh, do you know what time the bus leaves on Saturday nine o'clock I think everyone's having breakfast at eight o'clock yeah but uh, nine o'clock I think the bus is leaving just head down the 64 and just keep going don't you just yep. keep, keep going till you get to Chester simple as that isn't it if you hit walk we've gone too far thanks Ad really appreciate that yep. thank you very much Paddy look forward to listening to you on Saturday yep and that is it for episode 10 of the Sea Dogs podcast hosted by me Paddy Billingson and brought to you by This Is The Coast the local radio station for the Yorkshire coast. Don't forget you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, iTunes, Spotify, and always at thisisthecoast.co.uk slash podcast. Thanks for listening. This is the coast.